Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I'm your host, James Ryan, and on today's episode of the podcast, I am talking about a few movies that I have seen over the last couple of weeks. I'll just be very briefly talking about the Oscar race, as well as previewing the 2024 Sundance Film Festival, which is next weekend. I finally remembered to buy online tickets this year. It is expensive as all get out. Um, it's a huge risk because you don't know what the quality of these films are going to be because they're premiering at Sundance. Um, but I'm excited. Um, last time I bought tickets for Sundance, it was like, I don't know, six or seven of the movies were not very good. Um, two or three of them were very, very good. Um, one of them being Coda, which was nominated for Best Picture. So it's kind of cool to see that early. But yeah, it's expensive. It's a risk. Um, but I'm very, very excited about that. I'll be watching 10 movies for that next week. Um, so let's get into it. I'm excited to be back. So uh, movie-wise, I saw Sofia Coppola's Priscilla. Really, really liked it. It told a story. Usually like a biopic I find pretty dull. Um, this one was very, very good, however. Um, and it's not getting a lot of Oscar buzz right now, um, but it, two very, very good performances. Um, a story that I knew little to nothing about. Um, so yeah, I was into it. Um, very, very much liked it. Would recommend checking that out. I watched May, December on Netflix with Julianne Moore, Natalie Portman, and Charlie Melton. All three of them give incredible performances, but the subject matter that Todd Haynes chose here, um, is getting this one little to no buzz. Not only, um, is this movie about pedophilia, but it is also a movie that kind of, uh, looks at the process that actors go through and paints that in a pretty negative light. Um, so, yeah, I'm not expecting to hear too much about this one. There is a slight chance it gets into the best picture race. Um, but, yeah, we we will see. Um, definitely worth it for the performances. If you can stomach the subject matter, um, definitely worth checking out, especially if you have a Netflix subscription. Um, definitely not in my top 10 movies of the year, not something I would recommend people rush and go see. Um, similarly, David Fincher's The Killer, also streaming on Netflix. Very, very different movie. Um, I'm just excited to have Michael Fassbender back in movies. My favorite actor um, or close uh, modern actor. Um, yeah, delivers a really, really good performance here um, as this hired assassin. Great, great fight choreography. Um, cinematography is, uh, I want to watch this movie again just for that. Um, definitely worth checking out. Um, and it was one of my most anticipated movies of the year. It let me down maybe just a little bit in terms of storytelling. Um, but overall, I had a really, really good time with it. Um, not so, um, not 2023 films. I watched Matchstick Men, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Nicolas Cage and Sam Rockwell. This movie I didn't know anything about. First 30 minutes or so, I was skeptical. Uh, last hour and a half, I was in. Um, and especially as the movie gets closer to its conclusion, it just it nails it. So uh, Roger Ebert gave it four stars. I read his review yesterday, and I agreed with a lot of the points that he made. Uh, definitely, I would definitely recommend checking that one out uh, before someone spoils that one for you. Um, speaking of another movie that could be spoiled, but I don't think anyone ever talks about this movie or anyone's ever seen it. Uh, 1968's The Swimmer, starring Burt Lancaster. Uh, this is a movie about this guy who's going from house to house uh, using swimming pools of former acquaintances, former girlfriends, 
and you're trying to figure out what is going on with this guy and why he's having all these weird exchanges with people. And as the film goes, you start to piece it together um, until the ultimate conclusion when you get some answers. Um, really love the soundtrack, Burt Lancaster's performance here. It's a very bizarre movie. It's out there, um, but I really, really enjoyed it. So uh, I guess I will just talk about the Oscar race just very, very briefly. It's going to be interesting here what happens for Best Picture, um, what is kind of jostling for that nine, ninth or 10th spot here. Um, there's a couple of movies that I've just not been able to see, um, one of them being American Fiction, the other one being Zone of Interest. Every other movie that is appears to be nominated I or is probably going to be nominated I have seen. Um, People are thinking Barbie, The Holdovers, Killer of the Flower Moon, possibly Maestro, possibly Past Lives, definitely Poor Things, definitely Oppenheimer. Um, yeah, I just, I'm waiting to see American fiction in the zone of interest. Um, zone of interest being an A24 movie, they piled kind of all of their movies. There are just so many A24 movies now. It's kind of, they're, they're spreading this one out. So they're waiting for zone of interest to come out. Um, in part due to the Oscar race, but I'm just like, man, I want to see this movie um, just because I'm almost done or I've almost seen everything I would need to see for best picture, um, best director. Um, anyway, I'm not, I guess I won't get too much into what people are saying about who's going to be nominated. I just want, I'm going to have an episode uh, when the nominations drop, which I believe is on the 23rd. Um, so I will, there will be an episode probably Tuesday or Wednesday next week. There won't be an episode next weekend because it was the Sundance film festival, but then starting in February, there's going to be an episode every Saturday from here on out. So, um, yeah, I guess I won't talk too much about Oscar nominations, but I'll wait for next week. Um, needless to say, I think it was a pretty strong year for film. Um, most of the best picture nominees were perceived probably anticipated best picture nominees i've liked very very much um, for the most part so excited about that but also segue excited about the 2024 sundance film festival um, i don't know a whole lot about these movies and purposely i kind of just picked ones that sounded interesting um, unfortunately if you attend the festival and attend being the loose version of it, uh, if you attend the film festival online, uh, you don't have access to a lot of the films that you want to see. Like there's a, a documentary about Christopher Reeve uh, Reeves, and I would love to see that. Can't see that. Um, love lies bleeding a 24s new movie with uh, Kristen Stewart. I would like to see that, uh, but cannot see that online. Um, it's just, yeah, some of the bigger, bigger titles, you just, they don't make, uh, audiences, online audiences have access to, unfortunately. But, uh, one movie that I am kind of excited about, I guess, uh, A Real Pain. This is directed by Jesse Eisenberg, uh, stars Jesse Eisenberg. Um, so we'll see. I watched his, uh, I think two or three years ago. I think his directional debut was at Sundance and the movie that came out, I can't remember too much about it. It had one of the kids from um, Stranger Things in it and it had Julianne Moore. Um, and I ended, I liked it fine. Um, it was kind of just like, I don't know, relatively harmless. It felt like a Noah Baumbach movie in a way. And he has collaborated with him so much over the years that um, I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know if so much. I know I just watched The Squid and the Whale. That's why I'm thinking that. But anyway, <laughs> before I just get into talking about absolutely nothing, A Real Pain, directed by Jesse Eisenberg. I'm seeing that. Uh, Agent of Happiness, which is a documentary. Don't know much about it. I'm seeing Sebastian, um, which is part of the uh, dramatic competition. Um, again, don't know much about it. Uh, Seeking Mavis Beacon. This is a documentary about Mavis Beacon and trying to figure out her story and her life. Uh, this one I grew up playing or at least watching my brother play. Uh, Mavis Beacon teaches typing. So I'm excited to kind of revisit that and kind of get a blast from the past. Um, there's a documentary called Sugar Cane coming out, which I'm excited about. And then one of the bigger movies um, at Sundance is Love Me uh, with Kristen Stewart and Steve Yoon. Uh, so I'm excited to check that one out. That one is available to audiences online. So I'll be checking that out next weekend. And after that, I just have tickets to kind of the award winners. So the Audience Award for U.S. Documentary, the Audience Award for U.S. Drama, uh, the Next Jury Award, and then the World Cinema Award as well. Uh, that is also playing it a little bit risky um, because you don't know, like you don't know if a movie that you watch could possibly end up in one of those categories. I'm hoping it doesn't, because um, I don't want to be. I, I think you, it is possible to kind of double dip here, um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, so not next weekend, but the weekend after, I'll be talking about all of those movies a little bit talking about what i thought was really really good unfortunately yeah if it were up to me i would watch 20 or 30 movies that are at sundance uh but i'm limited to just 10 online so um yeah i think that's going to do it for today's episode of ryan's reviews it's good to be back uh shake off a little bit of the rust um i will be back next week talking oscar nominations what i I don't know if I'm going to talk about what I think is going to win, but I'll definitely talk about the movies that I think you should see in anticipation for the Oscars because I've already seen quite a bit. Um, by the time the Oscars roll around, I will have pretty much seen everything or pretty close to it, um, everything that I can find access to. Um, in terms of other podcasts, um, I also I mentioned Fiction Fanatic mentioned first playthrough i do not think i am i just am not going to have time that was ambitious um so i think what i'm going to do is yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna scrap fiction fanatic um first playthrough will remain i just don't think it's going to remain on a schedule i'm working my way through fallen order right now um so whenever i'm done with that i'll talk about it it's going to be again it's just going to be whenever i finish a game that's when I'm going to um, record a podcast about it. There's just no way. And it, it makes it less fun if I'm like, okay, this is my January game. I'm going to beat it by the end of January, no matter what. Like, I don't want to have to just plow through things for the sake of plowing through it. So I'm definitely going to take my time. Um, but some of the games that I'll be talking about over the next year, um, Jedi Fallen Order, Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2, um, I'll be talking Zelda Tears of the Kingdom at some point. Hopefully, if I can ever beat that, it's so long. Um, yeah, lots of other games that I want to talk about and I'm excited about. So first playthrough, that podcast will remain. Um, you can follow it already on Spotify. So uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of Ryan's Reviews. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will be back next week, midweek, uh, talking Oscar nominations 2024. It is that time of the season. Hope you can tune in then.